Hello, and welcome to the Thinking Jew Podcast, where we dive deep into Torah and Judaism to uncover its hidden beauty. Come join us as we take a closer look and breathe new life into traditional Jewish ideas. And now, here's your host, Rabbi Moshe Siegel. Hello, and welcome to episode 66. I want to thank today's sponsor, Dr. Sarah and Dr. Akiva Lorenz, who are sponsoring this episode in memory of Sarah's father, Rabbi Dr. Shlomo Sewolowski of Blessed Memory, of Shlomo Noach ben Alter Avram Yaakov. May all the learning that comes from the ideas shared today be a great merit for his soul in heaven. So let's begin. This past week, the Jewish world lost a Torah giant, one of the greatest Torah sages of the generation. His name was Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky Zatzal, passed away in Bnei Brak, Israel. If you want to read amazing stories of his intense love and devotion to Torah and the Jewish people, you can Google his name again, Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, and find incredible inspirational stories about him, and I recommend that you do that. Given this tremendous loss to the Jewish nation, I thought that it would be appropriate to discuss the topic of saying Kaddish in today's episode. Many are familiar with the idea that after one buries a close relative, Initially at the burial itself, the mourner says a special Kaddish, and then depending on the relationship, the mourner continues saying Kaddish for as long as the next 11 months. And it's an interesting thing to notice that even Jews who are quite distant from Torah observance are often familiar with this concept of saying Kaddish, and many Jews who do not regularly attend services in a synagogue will make a concerted effort to attend when they need to say Kaddish. So what is so unique about Kaddish? On the most basic level, if you look in the Code of Jewish Law, Rabbi Moshe Israelis, the Ramah, writes that when a child says Kaddish for his parent, he has the ability to redeem his mother or father or her mother and father from purgatory. And the commentaries are bothered by this, that if that's the only reason why, then one who has very righteous parents shouldn't have to say Kaddish for their parents. And they therefore explain that it's not limited to those that are in purgatory. Rather, Kaddish has the ability to elevate a soul from wherever it is naturally located and raise up that soul, elevate it even higher. And it's even the souls that are in purgatory, but not only those. So we see from here a little bit of the power of saying Kaddish and perhaps why it has remained one of the most observed rituals in Judaism. But for the next couple minutes together, I want to discuss what exactly Kaddish is. How is it so powerful? What about it? In what way does it play such a meaningful role in elevating the departed soul and in the life of the mourner? So I think the best place to start is probably the text of Kaddish itself. Let's take a look at what we're actually saying, and then we can build from there. So the Kaddish begins as follows. The leader of Kaddish says, Yiskadal v'yiskadah which means may God's great name grow and become sanctified. The congregation then responds, Amen. The leader of Kaddish continues, In the world that he created according to his will, and may his kingdom rule in your lifetime and in your days, in the lifetime of the entire house of Israel, speedily and soon, and let us say Amen. The congregation responds with Amen. May his great name be blessed forever and for all of eternity. This is repeated by the leader, and he then continues with a few more lines, more or less along the same line, adding in a prayer for peace and salvation as well. And when you read this text, there's a very basic question that comes to mind. What does this have to do with mourning? 
What does this have to do with a soul that's recently departed from our world? There's no mention of death. There's no mention of mourning. There's no mention of passing on from one world to another world. The entirety of Kaddish is basically a prayer for godliness to extend across the whole world and for God's presence to become more palpable and more recognized, increased in our world. So why does Jewish law require a mourner to say this for a year of mourning? So I believe if we understand the significance of the Kaddish on a deeper level, we can then understand how it connects back to mourners and the merit it provides for the soul of the departed. Our sages teach us that the primary significance of the Kaddish lies in the response of the congregation when they proclaim, Amen, Amen, may your great name be blessed forever and for all of eternity. The Talmud writes many amazing statements about this line. In one place, the Talmud writes that when the congregation says this line, God, so to speak, nods his head and proclaims, happy is the king who is praised with such words in his house. And in a different passage of the Talmud, it states even more incredibly that ever since the Holy Temple was destroyed, the entire world stands on the merit of two things. One of those are the congregation responding with this line about increasing God's name in the world. And on a more individual level, the Talmud writes that anyone who says this line with complete focus and devotion, all bad decrees against him in heaven will get torn up And there are many more statements along this line. So what is this power? What is so special about this line? And what is so special about Kaddish in general? If we were to take a step back, and I were to ask you, what is the role of a Jew in this world? What would you respond? Feel free to pause for a few seconds and think about the answer to this question. If you look in the prophet Isaiah, he actually answers this question. In chapter 43, verse 7, he writes, All that is called in my name, God is speaking, I have created for my honor. And the famous 19th century commentator known as Malbim explains, what does it mean all that is called in my name? That refers to the entirety of creation, both the physical and spiritual worlds, everything. It was created for my honor. It was all created for the purpose of expressing godliness in the world, for bringing out God's glory and honor in our physical world. This is really the concept of a Kiddush Hashem, sanctifying God's name in the world. The primary purpose of a Jew in the world is to be Mekadesh Shem Shemaim. The way of saying that is to be Megala Kavod Shemaim, which means to sanctify God's name and express his honor in this world. How do we do that? What does that mean? On an individual level, every action we do in life has the opportunity to sanctify God's name. The way we interact with people, in public and in private. How we run our businesses, how we pray, how we recite blessings, how we help those in need. All of our actions across life have the ability to express godliness to the world. And on a national level, the entirety of the Jewish nation is charged with fulfilling this mission on a global level of manifesting godliness in the world. And this is the power of Kaddish. Kaddish is the Jewish pledge to collectively recognize that we're here for the sake of Yiskadal v'Yiskadash Shemei Rabbah, for the sake of increasing and sanctifying God's name in the world. And when the congregation unites together and at once declares this desire, that's the greatest joy we can bring God. 
And since the destruction of the temple, which was the place in which godliness was most physically palpable in the world, this prayer sustains the world as the goal and pledge of this prayer is that same mission, increase godliness, make it more present in our world. And when we say this phrase with true devotion, naturally God forgives us for our sins as well because we're refocusing, we're recognizing what we really want in this world is God and our sins and our physical desires are just mistakes. It's not really who we are. This is the power and meaning behind Kaddish. Now the last question that remains is why is the mourner put in charge of leading the Kaddish at certain parts of the prayer? What does this message of increasing godliness to the world have to do with mourning and elevating a departed soul? When someone passes away and is no longer able to continue sanctifying God's name in this world through his own actions, that creates a certain void in the world. The amount of godliness being expressed is inherently less than the day before when that person was still alive. So how do we remedy that? The immediate members of the departed soul's family lead the Kaddish. They lead a prayer that's focused on filling that void that was left behind through increasing godliness in the world. It is not an expression of mourning. Rather, it's continuing the mission of the departed soul that can no longer express that godliness himself or herself. And when the mourner causes the entire congregation to sincerely and with devotion proclaim out loud, may your great name God become increased forever and for all eternity, this elevates the soul even more, as on his or her account, the whole congregation strengthens themselves and refocuses their joint goal of bringing godliness and increasing God consciousness to the world. That's the idea behind the mourner's Kaddish. And I'll just end with a blessing that we should all merit to use our time in this world acting in a godly way that inspires all of those around us to increase godliness in this world as well. Until next time, wishing everybody an amazing week. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Jew podcast and for taking the time to study Torah and deepen your connection to Judaism. If you found value in today's episode, please leave us a rating or review and subscribe to the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or topic requests for Rabbi Moshe, please email the Thinking Jew podcast at gmail.com or visit thethinkingjew.com.